Welcome to the SA for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning's topic is the not unrealistic potential for retirement dreams to morph into retirement nightmares, as relayed by veteran financial journalist, Jonathan Clements. In an all-around fascinating podcast interview, Morningstar's Christine Benz and Jeff Patak interviewed Jonathan Clements of the Humble Dollar website. As long-term Wall Street Journal readers will undoubtedly recall, Clements was the journal's personal finance columnist for many years. Clements is as experienced and knowledgeable about investing as anyone in this industry, so the whole interview is informed and worthwhile, but there is one thing, okay, maybe two, that really struck me in this interview and should strike you too if you're a financial advisor. In the large segment devoted to retirement topics, he mentioned, this is my characterization, not his, two retirement nightmares. Retirement has generally been framed in our culture as the stuff of dreams. The idea was that after a fulfilling and financially rewarding career, you'd get to have a lot of fun on the golf course or beach. This cultural expression was always exaggerated and a bit cheesy, sort of in the way Hallmark cards add layers of schmaltz in expressing your feelings. Here's one from Hallmark.com. Brother, times change and years pass by, but a brother only grows more special. I love my two brothers, but that's just not how I'd put it. And so it is with retirement. I never aspired to play golf or be a beach bum, but like most Americans, I got the idea that I would one day be able to actualize my own vision. But Jonathan Clements expressed a rather dystopic view of what has become of American retirement. His expert assessment is that 20% of Americans are in great shape for retirement and that the next 20% are in pretty good shape. The other 60% are not in good shape, and this is how he memorably put the matter. We don't really want to be going out to eat because we did a good job saving for retirement and have a waiter or waitress who seems barely able to remember what our order is or to carry the food to our table. This is not the sort of world that we want to be living in." End quote. That image really made an impression on me, not merely because of its vividness nor its macabre humor. The reason I found this idea so affecting was because it flips life cycle expectations. In the normal course of affairs, a young person takes low-skilled jobs to get experience, all the while maintaining hope and confidence in a brighter future. In imagining an elderly waiter who struggles to recall or carry back the order, we see at once his reduction to a pitiful and humiliating present and the failure to materialize youthful dreams of glory. The second retirement nightmare Clements revealed was less pathetic, but all too common, and that was the experience of his father. I quote in pertinent part, My father essentially retired at age 53. And what he did after a few years of living in Washington, D.C., which is where he had been working, was he moved down to Key West, and he spent the last 15 years of his life living full-time in Key West. And Key West is a wonderful place to go for three or four days. It's beautiful, it's fun, and it's really just a terrible place to spend 15 years of your life. It's just hanging out, relaxing. It's not a great place. My father was intellectually unstimulated. He was somewhat socially isolated and he was old before his time." End quote. It sounds as though Clement's father signed up for the hallmark vision of retirement. He might have also played some golf down there as well. 
What these two brief comments show is that the retirement dream can turn into a nightmare, potentially for the majority of Americans. According to Clement's reckoning, some 60% of Americans are ill-prepared financially, and there are those among the better-prepared 40% whose retirement is poorly thought out, not customized to their inclinations and tastes. This situation cries out to the group best positioned to address this unfolding crisis, by which I mean financial advisors. While advisors must maintain professional circumspection, it is not for them to tell their clients what to think or do. Nevertheless, most advisors who have been around long enough have seen situations like Clements's father. It is therefore important to introduce the possibility of retirement failure when discussing goals with clients. Will you really be happy living in Key West is a very good question to ask. Whatever the client's vision, it's a really good idea to try a pilot retirement, something longer than three or four days of fun. For less wealthy clients, the 60% in danger of a dystopic retirement of the sort they never envisioned for themselves in their earlier years, the appropriate action would be to counsel one small step towards solvency. People don't shift overnight from troubled finances to super saving. Therefore, if the clients are contributing 5% of their paychecks to a 401k and think they can't do more, perhaps you can persuade them to contribute 6%. Calculate for them both how little that will take away from their current expenditures and how much it will help them in the long term. Rinse and repeat in the next meeting, that is, see about moving that to 7%. Of course, if the client is in debt, then the first order of business is reducing that debt. These are items you can discuss with clients starting today. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others might discover the series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.